Attention, attention. The Ministry of Truth presents the podcast, Winston's Diary, an inside look into the making of the comic book adaptation of George Orwell's 1984. Here is the artist, the model citizen of Oceania, Frederick Dumont. Okay, and welcome to the episode 2 plus 2 equals 5 of Winston's Diary. We're recording, well, I'm recording, there's no we, I'm a here alone, podcasting. So it's Monday, October 24th, 2005. And you just heard the voice of Festival, which is an, another open source program uh, we're working with that uh, works uh, from uh, text-to-speech that uh, turns basic uh, you know, uh, text files into WAV files, which is really cool. So you'll be, uh, you'll be hearing a little bit more of Festival in the podcast to come. And um, it's pretty configurable. What you've just heard is the basic uh, voice output without any modifications. So in the future programs, we'll play around a little bit, try to get the intonations a little better, and uh, maybe get a little bit more feedback from Festival. All right, so what do we got today? Well, (coughs) there was a a Nazi rally this week in the United States. We'll be looking at that. Um, the EFF also decoded the uh, printer tracking codes. If you haven't heard about that, we'll be uh, covering that just a little bit. We'll just be touching on it, of course. And uh, I've got a couple of rants about my iPod. If you've listened to the previous pod- podcasts, um, I've told you I've installed Linux on it. I'll let you know a little bit of how that came about. And there's uh, a couple of upcoming uh, events that'll be uh, covering, so I'll mention those so you can, uh, if you're interested, you can f- uh, tune in to the next episodes to uh, come into that. And, um, well, uh, that'll, that'll probably be it for the show. We've got a, a song for you uh, just in the theme of episode five, so stay tuned to the end of the show. All right, so for starters, yeah, well, another Nazi rally, I guess. Uh, I guess he, they always stay there. And what, what's funny about this is, in an open, democratic, you know, free speech kind of environment, there's no, I mean, the proof of free speech is that you can tolerate e- even, you know, like a, a, an obvious fascist movement to demonstrate, like, you know, a neo-Nazi group. Now, that's, perfect proof of tolerance. I mean, these are people who are manifesting against everything uh, free culture stands for, you know, uh, freedom of choice, uh, you know, f- equality. I mean, there's, there's no such thing as equality in neo-Nazism. You know, th- they believe in total race superiority. Basically, any other race are, are eventually reduced to, you know, below animal status. Um, oh man, I won't get into that. It's a little too heavy for this this podcast. But uh, there they are in Toledo. Uh, 
the picture I got a, uh, the articles on my website by the way www.1984comic.com uh, it's the third article as of today uh, the title is Toledo Inn's protesting Nazi rally grow violent battle city police so basically what happened was the Nazis showed up uh, got scared of the crowd that was protesting because every time you have a Nazi march or rally or whatever you want to call it there's always protesters, of course, you know. And, uh, man, they went into a rough part of Toledo. Uh, as I understand it, it was a black part of Toledo. I mean, the... the you, oh, man. It just boils my blood to hear this. <sighs> okay, here's a, a little excerpt from the article. Well, I get myself together. Just after 11 a.m. Saturday, that was not yesterday Saturday, not the 23rd, but uh, the week before that, 10 police in riot gear held back an early crowd of roughly 100 po protesters on Stickney Avenue who gathered to counter the Nazis' march, which was scheduled for noon. The group expected the demonstration to spark violence, of course, because they've seen it happen at similar events in other cities. White told BG News. Now, White, they're referring to Bill White, a spokesman for the group based in Virginia. Uh, the Nazis, officially known as the National Socialist Movement, came to the neighborhood around Woodward High School to march, quote, against black criminal aggression against white people, un unquote, according to Bill White, the spokesman of the group. Oh my God! These guys just love the media attention. They love it because they they get bombarded by phone calls after these kind of things, and uh, they they prop up once in a while. It's amazing. Ever since the '40s, ever since you know neo-Nazism uh, came to be, uh, there's always been someone to take uh, to take over and keep uh, keep this. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. This movement or this. Uh, the, the, this branch of uh, oh man club I don't know what you want to call it uh, but uh, it's still there it's still uh, rooted in there and what's weird is it's weird to see that this group holding on to the uh, the name National Socialism especially when we're seeing like a lot of uh, moves toward a totalitarian state in the United States with the laws being passed and the um, uh, increasing um, uh, basic police presence all over the place. Uh, it's weird to see uh, people hold on to National Socialism, the old German movement. That's uh, kind of weird that they're not like uh, creating a new one or, 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 or latching on to something a little more modern. Okay, because, you know, what they believe in, the uh, the whole, uh, what do you call it, um, you know, the race superi superiority. Um, I, I guess there's a lot of other movements that, I mean, there's a lot of other people who believe that that are not national socialists, too. Uh, it's not the first time we hear about that. So, well, anyway. It happened. There it was. 2005 still happening. It's not going away anytime soon, I guess, but still a very small minority of people. If I look at the picture I've got right here, it's like 
I mean, I could see one, two, three, four, five, six, and there's maybe like three people off camera right there. So it's uh, about a dozen people. It's, I mean, nothing to go hog wild crazy about. Uh, it's nothing to fear, I guess, right now. And I don't think this is what's going to blow up Nazism. Hmm. Now, I decided to talk about this because I get a lot of feedback about my uh, Big Brother poster. If you haven't seen it, go to 1984comic.com. It's right in the front page. Basically, you got something that looks a little bit like George Bush and has a Hitler mustache, if you will. Well, people call it a Hitler mustache. It's also a Charlie Chaplin mustache, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, well, I can hear you right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, right. I mean... Of course you're referring to, to Hitler with this mustache because, you know, uh, Big Brother is a dictator f figure. Uh, Orwell probably inspired himself more about uh, with um, uh, Stalin, I believe, than Hitler. But still, he wrote it right after the 40s. And you've, we've seen all the other types of Big Brothers. Uh, you know, there's the Big Brother with the... Mus the you know, the, the Saddam Hussein mustache. You know, those big, uh, big full mustaches. There's even been big, brother, uh, big brothers without any mustache, even though the book clearly describes him with a mustache. So, yeah, I, I had to do this. It had to be done. I mean, it, yeah, it's a strong image, but it's a strong statement. It's a strong book. It's an important subject. This isn't just, you know, pure entertainment um, this novel. So yeah, it's it's got a strong connotation. It's meant to shock you. The whole book is shocking. It shocked. It, it sent like, sh you know, it totally moved me when I read it, and that's what inspired me to do such a shocking image for the comic book to represent you know the intensity that's coming out of the novel. And uh, it's not even going to be up to the standards of the no novel. I mean. Uh, that's what I tell everybody. I mean, the comic book is meant to go reach people who haven't read the novel, who probably wouldn't pick up the novel, and it, to give them a chance, an introduction to George Orwell, to you know perhaps invite them to read the novel and some other of Orwell's works, because he didn't just write 1984 in animal form, by the way. There's a lot of other good books, and we'll be covering those uh, throughout the making of the comic book. So if you follow, you'll hear uh, coverage about each and every book. I plan to go through the whole thing, whole thing from A to Z, and uh, talk about them uh, all the way through. And um, I even vowed to uh, do one illustration for each of his books. So we'll eventually have um, a page on the comic on the website, uh, you know, with uh, the text of the book. You can download them in ebook format uh, for free off the Gutenberg project. Uh, it's pretty easy to find. Uh, on you know, just Google it. <sighs> All right. Now the AFF has decoded the uh, printer tracking code. If you haven't heard about that, check out EFF's website. That's EFF.org, I think. Let me just verify that. I've had an article on my website about that f a while back. Um, it's pretty impressive. They actually put technology into a lot of the printers out there. The, ba the way it works, basically, 
Oh man, they got a really cool picture. <laughs> Check out the website. It's eff.org. I just verified that. Okay. Now basically, uh, they found out that um, different printer companies have put technology in there that basically put a tiny little coded uh, yellow dots into your, uh, your, you know, your color printers that can track you back. Uh, that can track back the file, the uh, the pages that were printed to the printer they came from. That was just a moment of shock silence there for you. It's it's 2005. Your printers are are betraying you. Uh, you know, internet surveillance is coming on the up on the rise. It's what more proof do you need that? You know, it's it's come to it's come to this. We're heading into uh, a 1994 type state. If we don't do something to stop it, it's coming. Uh, you know, with a combination of RFID chips, it's. I mean, the paranoid freaks are having a ball day. You know what I'm saying? It's a field day, I guess you could say. Oh my God, paranoia will be on the rise, and uh, actually, it's a good thing for the paranoids because they'll start to be accepted again into society as, you know, a regular part of society because everyone else is going to start and get the paranoia level up a few notches. All right. So that's it for the news for this podcast. Um, As you can tell, I haven't prepared much for this week. I've been totally on the rush. I'm podcasting from uh, uh, a total mess Uh, It's incredible. I just did my final move from where I used to be to where I'm going to be living for the next uh, uh, probably year. And uh, ah, I slept in a real bed yesterday, which I've been sleeping like on a couch for about a month and a half now. So, yeah, I'm going to get a routine settled up again. Things are going to get a little smoother. If you heard the the previous podcast, I've not got a day job. Uh, to help pay for the bills for the time being, and I'm starting to like this this day job. I'm actually getting paid for uh, uh, for training, uh, and I think this company is actually going to be uh, training for. It's they're actually very open to training, and I talked to my boss, and I said, you know, if I got like a conference, a computer conference, whatever, can I like miss a day of work, and uh, you know, to, to go to go see the, those type of things and they're very open to it they want uh, they want their people to be informed and it's okay to take a day off and uh, wow I mean it's exactly the type of day job I was looking for so that's cool that's very cool and of course I took the day job because I didn't have any more contracts uh, people were not paying me but now everybody's coming to me with a contract. Draw this, draw that. Oh, man. I mean, thank you. Thank you. You're giving me job. You're giving me work. I'm going to, you know, that's great. But when am I supposed to do the comic book? Come on, guys. Give me a little breather room here. Not all at once. Thank you. Okay. And one of the great contracts I've got is with... Uh, uh, a reverse engineering conference that's called Recon, right here in Montreal, that's going to be coming up uh, next summer. So, 
You guys put that on your calendar. Next summer, recon. It's going to be really cool. And uh, I'm going to be doing the visuals this week uh, for the uh, the teaser for the new website. And the address is... Drumroll, please. No, I don't have any drumrolls yet. Okay, well... Recon.cx What is CX? Well, CX simply stands for Christmas Island. Yes, we're appropriating different, uh, you know... Uh, domain names from Christmas Island. That's right. Okay, so that'll be a website to check out. Basically, right now, it's what it... You, I'm going to check it out before I, I talk my... I uh, say something as I meant. Okay, yeah, basically, this is it. It's still the old website from last summer. But it's going to change soon. And it's going to be something really cool added onto that website really soon. I'll tell you all about it when it comes. They're going to be putting up all the con well, a lot of the conferences that uh, were filmed during the last Recon conference, which is, was also the first Recon conference. And it was a really cool conference. It was oh, totally awesome. I loved it. I love participating in this, and I love participating in the next one. And uh, well, I'm going to be on as long as they want me to be on because. They're really a cool bunch of people, and uh, they've got uh, really good names. And it's in Montreal, a great city. Uh, of course, I'm biased there. But, uh, yeah, watch that website in the, in the few uh, weeks to come. It's supposed to come out in November, but I won't give too many details because I'm not sure I'm supposed to give you guys details. But, you know, it's okay. Right now there's about five to seven subscribers to this, so that'll be all right. For those of you who are subscribing on Podomatic, uh, you probably have seen that uh, episode uh, 4 and 5 came out at the same time. That's because I just couldn't not upload 4 from the Linux uh, system. Because the website has its own, uh, you know, you have to upload through the website. There's no F FTP that I know of. I'm going to find out if there's something I can FTP to get it easier. But anyways, I've been having problems with Podomatic. But still, it's a great system. If you're on a Windows, <coughs> God forbid, uh, system, well, Podomatic.com is a great website uh, to start off a podcast. They give you 250 megrams, uh, um, not RAM, what am I talking about? 250 megabytes space uh, to host your podcast they give you a feed and there's lots of interesting options you get to see your stats uh, cool place to start off podcasting very very cool all right so where was I here okay about the project well I did get a lot of work done this week uh, I've started page two and three of chapter three really fucking cool pages I'm I like the way it's starting out it's gonna be a really chapter. But I'm not going to be doing much of chapter 3 this week. No, not until the weekend, of course, because of the contracts that, I'm, that I've got set up. But next week, I'm on it. I'm totally on it. And it's going to be, it's going to rock. It's going to be fucking awesome. So you guys are going to be the first to see it, because I'm probably going to put it on a web page somewhere that's not going to be linked to anything. So... Yes, there is a value to subscribing to this podcast. You get the sneak preview. And I'm probably not going to put the, the feed to the podcast on the website until, until you know, I um, basically got the whole gist of it worked out. Uh, because, you know, I still feel this is pretty much in beta. 
you know, working out the bugs, you know, trying, you know, because last episode I pre-recorded like this format and tried to talk my way around the pre-recorded, which is not happening this time. Everything you hear um, is uh, recorded in one shot, of course, but all the, uh, you know, all the audio add-ins after the intro were, you know, are exactly that, add-ins. So I'm trying that out. I'm looking, I've uh, checked out on the web to see if there was something like GarageBand for Linux. And uh, it seems they're working on a program that's called FreeCycle, uh, which looks pretty cool. Now, what's interesting, what I'm, what I'm looking for with this program, and I hope it's going to give me, is a way to record these live. Uh, well, not live, but in one shot without, with as little as possible, um, you know, editing afterwards post-editing because I simply don't have the time to invest uh, to edit this and to like give you this top-notch kind of podcast podcasting is my side project my main project is the comic book so of course I'm going to spend insane amount of times working on the details of the comic book and getting it you know just right but not on the podcast on the podcast I just sit down and blurt it out so there you have it so what's going on? Okay. I'm reading my notes right now just to see what's coming up. Well, that pretty much covers the, the, the comic book. I just don't have that much time to work on it, so not much is going. But I did update the website uh, a little bit more than usual. Um, oh, yeah. Here's a little bit of news. We are now in Wikipedia. That's right. Uh, if you look at website of interest section on the right side of the main page of uh, 1984 comic, there's a link called Wikipedia's Inksock article, and it's an article about Inksock, and they're using uh, our logo. That's right, that's right. Our logo is now in Wikipedia as a symbol for Inksock. Isn't that just totally awesome? That is fucking cool. That that made my day when I I found that out. I think it made my whole week actually. Oh, man, that is fucking cool. Oh, I swore. Oh well, not a problem. It's a podcast. I've also added a section which is basically still naked. No, no, not naked in that sense. It's just empty. In the mini pack section on the left hand side, you'll see I've added school. Now, what you've got right right now is just one tiny image. This is actually a picture. Of, uh, of a wall in a classroom where uh, I think it's an English class I'll, I'll look into more info I've contacted the teacher to see if I can get more info out of him or her no I think it's a him and basically they've, they've, uh, they've, they're using the visuals for the comic book uh, in the classroom uh, in the classroom which is very very cool uh, that also made my day when that came out but that came out actually earlier uh, I think it's September. So I've added a school uh, section. What I want to do with that is to add uh, sort of an analysis of 1984 section. Basically, if you got info, if you if you want to ramble on, write an article about the novel 1984. Um, that's the way to do it. It's going to be like the academic section. Uh, I might change the name or whatever, but right now it's called school simply. So check that out, and if you want to add something, just email me and put school in the subject line, and uh, we'll try to get that filled up uh, 
as time passes. Alright. Well, I guess that's pretty much it for the 1984 comic project. Now I want to rant a little bit. Not too much, don't worry about it. Now, the reason I got into podcasting was the fact that someone offered me an iPod. Not too expensively, of course. And the whole idea of getting an iPod kind of uh, sparked my interest in podcasting. Okay, you know, I'll check that out. What is podcasting? I've seen it. I've seen the button podcast. You know, what is podcasting button on nineteen eight? Oh no, not nineteen. Democracy Now website. Democracy Now is a news uh, website, a news show actually, that uh, I've been following for uh, quite some time because they're actually they've got awesome news on there. I mean, this is totally the antithesis of Fox News. CNN news and all those corporate news. I mean, it, it is absolutely complementary to any other news source out there. So uh, if you haven't heard about it, if you haven't listened, check it out. DemocracyNow.org, I believe. Yeah, ORG, because DemocracyNow.com is something else, and it actually links to ORG. Yeah. So there, no, I'm not dem. There you go democracynow.org and yep that's it okay alright so be sure to check that out if you haven't done so yet alright now what's coming up oh yeah the iPod the iPod I installed Linux on the iPod which is really really fucking easy install I talked about it on in an earlier episode, and uh, it started acting up recently, where I just could not get it to reboot back into the uh, original Mac iPod uh, OS, if you will. Now, well, I'm used to like computers acting up and shit, because when you play it around with it and you add a lot of shit, you always get like these in- unpredictable quirks that come out of it but uh, so I decided to hook it back to the Windows machine and set it back to factory settings now something went wrong there not sure exactly what a friend of mine thinks it's the unmounting uh, capabilities of Windows that just totally screwed up I don't know I don't know but here's what happened after I uh, close the you know the update was done close the program made sure the iPod was unmounted you know iTunes was closed unplugged the sucker and it rebooted which you know happens once in a while especially when I plug into Linux and you know, reboots after you plugged it in I guess normally it doesn't do that on Windows but you know what do I know but the iPod never stopped rebooting. It simply fell into a loop where it would reboot, show me a language page. I could like get a fraction of a second out of it and scroll down a couple of notches, but could not hit a button, nothing. And it closed and rebooted again. Now, it did so ad infinitum until the battery was dead. 
So okay, you know, there's a bug. Let's see. Let's you know, do a little Google search, see what happens. And uh, I found a guy who you know let the battery totally die down, and uh, you know, replugged it, and it was fine according to him. So I tried that; did not work for my iPod. So something went wrong, and it just kept rebooting and rebooting and rebooting and rebooting until the batteries were just totally dead. So I'm on my, uh, I'm getting it ready to send it back to the factory and get a new one. So at least it's on the warranty. <sighs> Damn. Oh well. I guess I got to play with with it a, a little, you know. I did a lot of things with it, so at least the anticipation. I'm, I'm not going to be as hog wild crazy waiting for it again. It'll come back whenever it comes back, and that'll be that. So, in the meantime, you know, I'll just have to think, I guess. Okay. <laughs> There's an upcoming Ubuntu conference. It's uh, Ubuntu. Uh, Zero, what's it called? Ubuntu Zero. Anyways, the October 30th is Ubuntu Love Day right here in Montreal. Um, where's the fucking website for that? Snarkles gave me the info for that. I'll just give me a minute. I'll check on my my email list. I gotta I gotta reply to her. I try to reply, but it bounced back. So if you're listening, Snarkles, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I emailed you. It just fucking bounced back. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Where are you, Snuggles? Let's search for Snuggles. Snuggles. Okay, are you there? There you are. Title Ubuntu thing. Okay. It's called Ubuntu Below Zero. And I guess it's coinciding with uh, the launch of uh, Breezy Badger, which is, I guess, come has come out. Uh, I haven't been following it. I've actually heard about that on the Linux Tech Show. They've been ranting and raving about Ubuntu for the past few episodes, so that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, Ubuntu is one of the um, one of the Linux distros that's uh, the most downloaded out there, and I think it's got like twice as much as the next one, uh, which I think is Slackware, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, yeah, Ubuntu is getting pretty popular, which is very cool. So I'm gonna be at that Ubuntu Below Zero. I'm gonna be at Ubuntu Love Day, that's for sure. I don't know if I'll stick around the rest of the week for the for the de developer uh, stage of the conference or whatever. It's not really a conference, I guess. It's more of a get-together and let's talk about what we're going to do kind of thing. But I can't wait to do that. And uh, I don't know, man. Am I going to buy uh, an MP3 recorder for that? Damn. I, 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 wanna, I need to like save up money right now. So I should not be spending. But this, this whole podcasting thing... I love it so much that I want to give you guys as much uh, as much juice for your money, I guess. So it would be really cool to be going there and recording people, uh, talking to the developers about what's going on with Ubuntu. But maybe I'm going in over my head. Oh, God, I should have mentioned it. Now you guys, some of you are going to want... Oh, I got to cover it, man. I got to cover it. That's it. You know, I mean, Ubuntu guys are here. This is history. I gotta cover it. I gotta record something, even if I don't put it on my podcast. There's gotta be like something I gotta record and you know share with people. Ah, damn! There goes another hundred bucks. Oh well. What should I buy for that? Hmm. Oh well. We'll we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. 
Okay. All right. Ubuntu. Oh yeah. Here's what co what's coming up this week. Now, in the United States, Sirius Radio, you know, satellite radio has come out already. But here in uh, in Canada, it's it's about to come out. Actually, you know, the hardware is coming in January first, two thousand six. But thanks to my my job, which is actually very open to training their employees, I <clears throat> I'm getting to go and see a presentation on XM Radio uh, tomorrow. My God, this is so fucking cool. My first day of the week, and I'm going to a movie theater to see a presentation about satellite radio. How fucking cool is that? Oh, well, very, very cool. So I'll probably be reporting on that uh, next week, next podcast. And uh, there's always also the Rogers Q4. That's tomorrow night. I'm supposed to register for that, but I didn't. I don't know if I want to go there. This is like very, very business. You know, it's like... It's, it's very... It's going to be like a corp event where they're going to be like, uh, you know, just f full of how much profits they've been making and how much how much profits they're going to be making during the, during the Christmas season. You know what I'm saying? So I actually wanted to go in there, you know, as a double agent and report back to you guys uh, to uh, you know just give you a, uh, an outlook of, uh, of what uh, what's happening with Rogers now for those of you who are not living in Canada and do not know what the beep Rogers is it's basically uh, one of the biggest cell phone companies out there and they've actually got a, a whole empire I think they've got radio stations um, I don't know if they have TV stations but they have lots of magazines and uh, oh, yeah, they have uh, their hands in pretty much everything. So in one way or another, I think I'm working indirectly for Rogers, which is pretty scary. But I guess you know that's that's a a fact of modern life. Corporations are everywhere, and I think that's really that's really one of the major problems right there. Here's my uh, you know rant, quote unquote, parentheses kind of thing. I mean. Corporations are so part of the problem right now. Ever since, uh, I forget which year it is, but if you guys want to hear more about this, go read Adbusters. Go see uh, the movie The Corporation. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the source for you. If you haven't seen the movie uh, documentary called The Corporation, go see it. It covers a little bit of the history of how corporations became recognized as individuals. Yes, they're just like you and me. I wonder if they get to vote too. Probably do. Amazing. It's amazing. I think that is one of the weirdest laws that has ever been passed and probably one of the most dangerous ones uh, that has caused a lot of the social divide that's that's happening that we're experiencing right now and will be experiencing in the years to come. That and the banking system uh, trouble me a lot. So you might hear me rant about those two uh, as I get more information. I'm going to try to keep to pertinent and up-to-date stuff. All right. Hey, <laughs> you've stuck this far. This is it. Uh, this is pretty much it for the podcast. I've got a couple of uh, things I want to close with. First of all, I want some feedback. 
You guys, give me feedback. Let me know you're listening out there. I know there are some subscribers, so if you're listening to this, contact me, and I'll give you an incentive. The first person to call in to the show, because we've now got a call-in line, which is offered by Podomatic. Thank you, Podomatic. And um, I'll be giving out the number in a couple of seconds. The first person that will call in, uh, leave us a message, whatever. I mean, I don't even care. If you hate the show, you think this is stupid, I'll even play it. There. That's how I'm open to uh, to commentaries, okay? So just call into the line, leave a message, leave your email address, and that way I'll contact you, and I'll give you an InSock badge. You will be our very first listener feedback, okay? So I want to know you guys are out there. So the very first listener, I'll send them... Uh, an InkSock badge, with your, which is as an $8 value, of course. And uh, we'll probably ba- have, like, a little more giveaways from time to time, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, so here's the number. Okay, ready to jot it down. Okay, pull, pull, pull over now. Stop the car. Okay, wake up. Get a piece of pimple... pimple yeah, get a pimple in paper. And... Uh, <laughs> Jot this down. It is 206-600-6079. That is 206. I really want this feedback. You can tell. 600-6079. Remember, we do not have a lot of listeners right now. We're still in beta, and we're probably we're almost not published anywhere. So your chances are you're our first listener. Call this number. I'm not going to repeat it again. Okay, you can actually rewind it. I've said it twice. That's enough. Call that number. Leave some feedback. Tell us what you think of the show. I'm, I'm honest. Goodness. You can insult. You can say anything. This is like, we're open to it. I, I actually would prefer you give, like, criticism than just, you know, oh, I love this, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I don't think there's that much love yet. We'll work on that, but, you know. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm sorry. Okay. Give us some feedback. Live, uh, give us your. E- I need your email address. So if it's like this weird, comp- complicated kind of thing, spell it out for me. Do it at the end of the feedback so I can cut it out. Uh, yes, I will be playing it on the the episode after when I get the feedback. So um, do that. Our email is at uh, Big Brother at 1984comic.com. The website 1984comic.com, of course. Uh, we're still looking for if you guys want to help out on the project. Uh, here's a couple of things we uh, we might need. We need someone who's watching the news, especially a Big Brother type, uh, totalitarian, uh, computer security, hacker related kind of news. Um, send us articles when they come. Uh, Big Brother at 1984comic.com. We'll post them on the website. Uh, unfortunately, I used to update the website like once or twice a day with a news article. I can't do that anymore because I'm too busy working and I just like don't have the time with the comic and with all the contracts on the side. But if you guys want to help out, that would be really cool. I have, There's a, a, an average of 130-some people uh, on the website every day, so there, will be pe- there are people who will be reading the articles. So if there's some, some information you want to share out there that's you know that's the outlet to do it uh, I'm, I'm wide open I'm actually anxious to get uh, some articles from you guys and if you're a regular if you want to become a regular poster we can uh, posters can you say that poster someone who posts I guess is a poster what, well, whatever 
that's possible too. I can even give you an account where you'll be allowed to put the article on yourself, which would be really cool because I could come home from work and see the website updated. Now, how cool would that be? Of course, I have to get to know you first and trust you. Hmm, trust relationship. A PHP programmer would be cool. Uh, if you're out there and you could program PHP and you've got lots of time on your hand, well, not that much, but you know, if you want to like help us out a little bit with PHP, because uh, I don't know shit about it. I don't have a PHP programmer on hand, so it'd be cool. You know, even if it's just someone to help me out with uh, debugging what I'll, whatever I'll be programming. I don't even I don't even have time to program. I'll probably be programming shit during the um, Christmas season because. Usually by then, I'm just totally fed up with everything, and the only thing that really, you know, makes me feel like passes the time is playing around the computer, and getting in code. You know, there's a lot of people out there who work with code, and they want to like get away from it. Me, it's the opposite. I'm in, I'm in art. I'm drawing all the time, and ah, sitting down to coding a little, figure, figuring things out. Actually, re relaxes me. I don't have to get my hands dirty, you know. Like, take the ruler out, draw a lot of lines, you know. So, yeah, that's a a good change for me. Hmm. I haven't been drinking my coffee during the podcast. It's getting cold. Okay, that's relevant. So that's pretty much it. Again, if you want to uh, give me like audio feedback and you don't want to call in on the con call in line, uh, that's okay too. You can do that at Winston at uh, podomatic.com okay the, the phone is ringing so that's it for now over and out and on the theme of the 5th edition here's Beethoven's 5th okay 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 I cut you off a little Hello. too soon I'm sorry here I am uh, Alexi Poissy yeah there you go it wasn't for me as you can see I want to talk a little bit more about the, this uh, Beethoven's Fifth you're going to be hearing. This is not just like any old thing. This is from um, a German composer, uh, not composer, I'm sorry. Of course, Beethoven's a German composer or Austrian or something. But um, no, the, uh, what is it? What do you call it in English? A director? Conductor. Haha, <laughs> conductor. The conductor is actually called Wilhelm Furtwängler. And this is a recording of Beethoven's Fifth that was recorded in 1943 in Germany. And in the room, listening to the very same recording you will about to hear is the dictator himself, Adolf Hitler. So this is pretty gloomy. Now, here's, uh, here's a little... Uh, I'll read from uh, the booklet that comes with the CD. Listen to this. Wilhelm Furtwängler was the preeminent German conductor of the 20th century. Tall, lanky, ungainly, waving his baton in a seemingly erratic manner, he nevertheless seemed to have some sort of mystical power over his orchestra. Virtually every performance was acclaimed as a superb, even miraculous by the critics, yet he almost never played a piece of music the same from one time to another making it seem fresh and new with every hearing. His interpretations of the Beethoven symphonies have long been considered among the greatest ever recorded. Okay, so this isn't just any recording, as you can see. And here's what they say a little bit about the fifth. 
The fifth is not only Beethoven's most famous symphony, it is the most popular symphony ever written by anybody. Okay, I, I know there's going to be a lot of different opinions on this, of course. We're talking about music. This is not some kind of scientifically measurable kind of thing, I guess, unless you vote on it or something. But, um, and a perfect case study for the question, what makes something great? One of the most reassuring things about music is that no matter how much one analyzes a song or symphony, it is not possible to prove what makes people like it, nor does it appear possible to create a masterpiece or a hit by working from a formula. It remains a mystery why one melody or harmony or rhythm or combination of them all thrills the listener, while another does not. The famous motto of Beethoven's fifth, the opening four notes has traditionally been described as fate knocking at the door. It served during World War II as a symbol of allied victory over the Axis. Today, in a less idealistic culture, it is as likely to accompany a television ad for whiskey or computers. <laughs> Everyone in the world instantly recognizes those four notes, three of which are in fact one note repeated three times even if they think they know nothing about classical music. Okay, and I've also read in one of Robert Anton Wilson's books that um, the first four notes were actually Morse code for the number five. Is that possible? Hmm, I don't know. So without further ado, enjoyed the opening Allegro con Brio of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, and this is from the Great Conductor series. Uh, I'll just read a little bit of info in case I get sued. This is a um, classical manufacturer in the USA by Allegro Corporation. Copyright 2001 Allegro Corporation. All rights reserved. Okay, so I guess I'm not supposed to be recording this, so sue me. 